Tonight, to celebrate the scariest night of the year, we found our scariest director in the world, and we're going to mourn his retirement. We're talking about Uva Bowls Alone in the Dark. Stay with us. Pew! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's video game movie anatomy. Spooky! It is spooky. Let's hear some more of the... Oh, yes. Unnecessarily dramatic for the credit song for a weird final shot of Uma Bowl's 2005 classic Alone in the Dark, widely considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. They're not exaggerating. It's yeah. pretty bad. You've gotten very liberal with your use of the word classic. I, no, that's, that's why I got <laughs> I, know, right? I got a little sick with it. Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, just like Uva Bowl got a little sick yeah. with this movie. Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy, mm. where we break down the film adaptations mm. from some of our favorite interactive media. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. You find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica, and tell me how ridiculous I look as mm. Isaac G. Protoman, uh, attorney at law. Uh, joined also by uh, uh, a woman who wants more from this provincial life, Miss Stacy Shuttleworth. Mm. For the record, you don't look that ridiculous. I mean, this had... I, could, I almost got my motorcycle, my Protoman motorcycle helmet, but I couldn't find it. Also doesn't work well with the headphones. That, <laughs> that would be a tough sell. A little bit. Anyways, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. Today I'm Belle, but you can find me online at Stacey Shuttles on Twitter or online and across the web, Twitter included, at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I'm a nerd doing stuff. Yeah, you are. What's up, guys? It's Patrick Dees. You can find me on Twitter at P to the Dees. I'm here to tell you in real life that you look ridiculous. Thank you. Uh, I'm dressed as a nerd who wants to spend the balance of his Halloween playing Titanfall 2. Well, I'm, uh, let's get through this, and yeah. then you'll be able to enjoy your night. Perfect. <laughs> so, the therapy. I just, just want to get through this. We're, Come we're on, we can do here it. together. I we can thank, do it. Thank everybody who's joining uh, us in the live uh, chat for, for uh, this evening of yes. Halloween. Uh, we know you, you, you want to do a lot of stuff out there on Halloween, and joining us is uh, it, it makes us feel good. Yeah. So we, we all decided to dress up for the occasion, mm. Patrick included. A lot of love uh, right here. So, alone in the dark. wake up like this. Alone <laughs> in the dark. It has a, a weird poster <laughs> that kind of looks like uh, uh, Christopher Lee, like, decomposed, which is really weird. Mm. You know now? Mm. Now that, yeah. now that you mention it, now they mention it, yeah, just a little bit. Um, well, but like that, that, that poster is emblematic for this whole like dumpster fire. Like who, what, what committee of people looked at that poster and went, "This is going to sell tickets. Who's going to not want to see that?" The, yeah, I, I really have, wish I could answer that question. I what? I can't. How does that happen? I, I have no idea why. They, I mean, I have a small idea as to why they picked kind of an X-ray for it. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't fit. Nope. No. All right, so for those of you who yeah. don't know, uh, Alone in the Dark focuses on Edward Carnby, a detective of the paranormal... I'm a paranormal investigator. ...who slowly <laughs> unravels mysterious events, the mysterious events with deadly results. Mm. Mm. Cheese and crackers. Mm. Mm. This awful. Like, te- the, it, the movie starts, and I'm like, I hate it. Not I hate good. it already. Yes. Not good. Zero T, like you can put, you can build a formula like zero T H with zero to hate, like in yeah, zero T H equals fifteen seconds or something. It, yeah, this movie broke me. Like I, I wanted to like call you guys mid movie because we watch a lot of these and we joke about. We come on here and we joke about how much we hate them. We have a good time. I literally was like, I don't. Why am I? There was no fun. Why in am I? This right? One. What are you even doing? I'm, what am I doing with my it was life? Just sad. Like there are bad movies that you can find <clears throat> good in. That you yep. can find something to enjoy out of. Doom. Yes. There was, there was stuff, something to enjoy. I totally agree. This, I, I think... So, 
You go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, so like, and I don't know how much credence there is to this, or I want to give this theory, but like, I've heard for years that a big part of Uwe Boll's like directing ethos was to create box office bonds because of tax hole loops, and I don't know what that is. It's always on the periphery of like, I don't know. It's one of those conspiracy theories I've always heard. They're intentionally mm-hmm. bad as a tax loophole. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I actually just straight like legit believed that there's something more to this than like oh the movie didn't pan out exactly how we thought or like the gleaming the cube guy was like read the script and was like yeah that looks like something i should be in and then it just didn't pan out like this is just terrible start to finish mm-hmm. i don't so I, that's what made you think it was on purpose yes i mean i okay yeah yes this this was one where it, it was a little bit tricky because the alone in the dark franchise has it, it comes from everywhere. The The first game, when it came out in 1992, it was, like, pseudo-Victorian. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to do a lot with... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, uh, Lovecraft w- was was a bit right. of, a, of an inspiration. And then as it moved on, they tried to modernize it. The most recent, did you play the one from last year? I did not. It is god awful. That's like, what everybody oh. said. Like, uh, load, up, load up a game, HUD doesn't work. Load up a game, unlimited health, unlimited magic. For some reason, different people have different abilities. Uh, did you say magic? There's yeah, hold on. There is magic now? There is a witch character. Hmm. Let me let me make a proto point on this. Yes. There is a witch character that can shoot lightning. <laughs> uh, and there was a time where I opened it up and I was like, yeah, I can just lightning sure. these weird mutant monsters. Yep. And other time, I was like, oh, I have, a, I have an MP bar. I have, a, I have a, a, a bar for this that doesn't recharge. Well, that's no fun. And then it's awful. So, like, sometimes your controls don't work. I don't know if they've updated it. It's really... It's a weird bargain basement license, I feel like, that somebody must have gotten a hold of. Like, early on, like, I played this on computer in, like, the 92. Like, they had... It was kind of like... It was on the precipice of that, like, fixed camera kind of eerie environment. So you'd enter an environment and your character would move as it relates to that character, that that, that fixed camera. Like, to your point, like, a lot of, like, Lovecraftian and uh, Geiger influences. Like, really interesting kind of stuff. You can tell the the Geiger in this one. A little bit. In the movie, yeah. Um, And so, like, as a kid, like, again, went into this way too optimistically. I'm like, oh, yeah, really fond memories of a kid in front of my computer. thrashed. Yeah. Just burn in my childhood. Very, oh. very unfortunate. So let's start off with one of our games, which we call a speed run. It is a quick review of the movie, something you would find on the back of a box at your local GameStop, Best Buy, Target, what have you. Uh, for example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script but nails the spirit of the game. Something quick, to the point, and is a definitive statement about the film. Uh, we actually got some quick ones. Uh, why don't we actually? Why don't we start with Patrick since he's laughing? I know. Look at I just, no, no, no. I I, by by, by way of tradition, I want. I'd like you to go first. Actually, I'm just laughing because I feel like so many times that we, we've, we've broken tradition. Like we sit over here and you and I write like essays, Novels. yeah, on things, and we both were like, "Fuck, no, nothing's worth like this." No. Nope. So uh, anyway, just like it's just the continue. Like I, I feel like our speed runs are as broken as this movie. Why don't Why don't you go just first if, if you have it? All right. All right, here we go. If you're ever thinking about sitting down to watch Alone in the Dark, just remember that you like yourself more than that. It gets better. We're a PSA for people and, and 
and things being better. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty uh, so mine's a little bit longer, but it's still <laughs> orders of magnitude shorter than the first draft in which oh, I was just, God. I just needed to vent and why, get all my, why, my why, hate. Why, yeah, why, just why, like, why? No. It's all scratched what? into the walls at my house. Just I like, you, I don't. Just, <laughs> I saw you make the notes on the, on the Google Doc. Just like, oh, why God? No, God, yeah, God why? Yeah. It was weird that Google, like, the doc says, like, write in your own blood option, but it was, just, <laughs> it, it was there. I took advantage. Um, okay, so I've got. <clears> it's one of those Halloween exclusive features. It is. It's yeah. Google Perfect and their tricks, this. their shenanigans. Um, all right, my speed run. This filmic adaptation of the popular video game series Alone in the Dark comes ever so close to being one of those movies that's just so bad it's good. But in the end, it's bad. It's just so bad. Some doors are meant to stay shut, Tara Reid says at one point. And to that, we might add, some game properties aren't meant to be made into movies. I mean... This, I mean, this is one of the ones where I, where you have hope. It's yep. so uh, it's so widespread and thinly spread with its source material yes. that you could probably do something great with it. And I'll tell you, you're not Uva Bowl. I think too, the name Alone in the Dark with a kick-ass poster sells tickets. Like that's a great kind of it's, oh, yeah. right. Like it's a great title for a film. And if you had a really catchy poster, you go, I want to see like found footage, Alone in the Dark, something oh like God. if you if Blair you made Witchy, horrifying. Yes, there was nothing scary to that. I think. Um, I, I was hoping for something like Outlast. Like, if, if anybody's played the yes. Outlast, which is literally you see the, the game through a camera and through night vision, and it is beyond terrible. Whole lot of nope when uh, playing whole, that game. Whole lot nope. <laughs> no. I just, do you play the Outlast 2 demo? Uh, no, I haven't Horrifying yet. Horrifying ending. No. Oh. Like, I hate those games, oh. but the ending, especially for men, is pretty terrifying. Uh, enough said. That's a hint, that's <laughs> hint alone. The, that mechanic that you have in Outlast when you're, like, you have, you're completely disempowered, right? You can't do anything to fight back. You have to run and then the button to look behind you? Yes. That's not okay. And you can, <laughs> and you can hide. Yeah, and yeah. You can hide. It's just not, like, you see this thing barreling down. Yeah, just, mm. uh, Really quickly, we've got uh, mm. Star Drew in the chat mentioned, come on, it has to be better than the Silent Hill movie. Silent Hill had some great ideas I would like and to, some great yeah. visuals. But we talked a little bit how ambitious that is. This yes. movie is not ambitious. Awesome ideas. This yeah, no, different story. I agree. That's totally one again that you could look at and say, okay, like with some some different execution that had a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Start to yes. finish. This is a dumpster fire. Nothing here. No. Uh, Nothing to so see. So for here. mine, uh, I would like everybody put your hands together and yes. pray. Uh, for a movie called Alone, the, Alone in the Dark, it is too well lit and never leaves <laughs> us alone. It will haunt your dreams for the waste of time that it is. May God have mercy on your soul. Uh, amen, hallelujah, amen. praise be Jesus. <laughs> praise be to the uh, duster-wife-beater combo of Christian Slater. Mm. Uh, goddamn. All right, so this is going to be most of the show. We're going to do controller toss moments. It's that moment when you're watching the film and you silently or loudly have a, you have got to be kidding me, and you wing your controller against the wall. Uh, my controller was in pieces by the end of this film. Let's try to keep it light. Yeah. Because uh, we could be here at this all night. We could. Um, we could. Who... Who wants to go first? Because we probably have a lot that we share. I'm just going to say the minute that Christian Slater uh, shows up and uh, I realize that this is one of those, oh, I'm going to have to tell somebody about these movies, isn't it? (laughs) Right? Like when he jumps into the, like from the jump when Slater shows up, I was like, what are are we even doing here? From that moment, the little kid next to him, first of all, clearly like 10 like not super young. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, his line, which is not one of my favorite lines because I hate it. Um, so Christian Slater wakes up from a nightmare, and the kid says, "My mommy says it's okay to be scared of the dark. It's clearly day, and we're on a plane." Yeah, yeah. That 
doesn't work. Yeah, well, your mom doesn't know shit. Or whatever he said. Who cares? Uh, no, that's exactly what no, he said. It, oh. And he's like, shut your mouth, mom. You're wrong about the dark. <laughs> it was a little asleep. intense. I know. Elbows his mom. Mom, this guy says you're wrong. Shakes the shit out of her. Wake up. Yeah, it was you're a little. Wrong. Was, the air marshal got involved. That's a movie I would watch. There go. Yeah, I know. But Already going not, in a better direction. I totally agree. Except that psychopath uh, that chases him in a, in a taxi. Can we talk about the taxi ride? Hold on. Let's, okay. Let's, let's talk about Please, uh, thank you. first and then Please. we'll come back. Well, we'll, okay. We'll save the taxi for a mm. minute then. So I think one of the most ridiculous where I was like, hey, hold on. Is this the kind of freaking movie we're in for? Mm. Is when it's um, we're at the orphanage and they're discussing the children going missing. They're taking the 20 kids. <laughs> and they're like, oh, just tell the cops that 20 kids just disappeared. No big deal. And the nun goes along with and it. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. She got what I was coming to her, though. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think, but I don't think she was... Look, I, I want to see if, if the whole thing took place at the orphanage and there was darkness and you had kids in danger. It could have been something sure. a, little bit, a little bit spooky. It would have been a lot cheaper to make. Sure. But damn, that, that nun. Well, like, well, but... Come on, sister. Like it starts off though, like it starts off ridiculous and then oh, just yeah. escalates. Like the movie literally starts on a wall of exposition that was so long I thought it was a joke. That's I genuinely thought side. it was a fake trailer for something. <laughs> like I didn't understand. I was like, why what? Like wait, what? No, no. Like it still just that's, keeps going and that's going. That's all they're going to tell you about the lore and then you're just going to have to pretend it exists uh, in the rest of the movie. I mean, apparently, but like <laughs> it was supposed to establish uh Lionel uh, Professor Lionel Hudgens yeah. Yes. Our villain, mm-hmm. presumably, and and somebody of note, um, if if not opening the the giant gold box. Also, that guy, the guy on the boat who unlocked the gold box, is like, get out of here! This box made a solid gold. I'm going to sell this. My favorite character, <laughs> the most logical person. I mean, the, the only the motivations logic. that I understand True. from the jump. Okay, I get that guy. At this, least we knew what he wanted. Yes. Yeah. And even and even then the guy's like, nope, I just need this little gimmick. And that, and I was like, you're leaving a still leaving a gold box on an now a vacated boat. Someone's gonna find that and become a millionaire. I want to be that person. It's like, I, oh, I want you to be that person motivation. too. Yeah, these people are bloody. Well, I, yeah, this gold I got box. this golden window seat filled with a single thing, a single creature of darkness. Uh, yeah. Connie. Oh yeah, the, uh, the, I, I never would have remembered no. that. Yeah, but Al Connie was the culture, was the not col- the monster. That discovered the monster. Yeah, yes. and we never got a name for the monster. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. The darkness. Kill me. It was just this great unknown <laughs> that we were supposed to understand, and no reason to understand it. And and speaking of the orphanage, mm. I shouted at my television when we returned to it and see the sign out front that says "Our Lady of Perpetual Light." Fuck you, man! <laughs> don't don't be so goddamn on the just like Ma- Mary Clarence or, or, or our that. Holy Mother. Perpetual light in a movie yeah. called Alone in the Dark. Fuck you, real dumb man. Ugh. Look, every this movie gets me real angry. I feel like though every casting decision, every camera angle, every sound effect was all a dare to see if I turn it off. Every one of those was like, well, is he going to turn once, it off with this one? Well, how long are people yeah. going to make is it, it through? Is it how long you turn it off now? No, you don't understand. <laughs> I have to do a do, dumb YouTube show about this trash, so I've got to finish it. Stop <laughs> it, Uwe Uh What else we got? Let's talk about a couple more. Oh, let's, Before let's we talk about the, the quote-unquote plot. Let's, 
Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna make a motion to just dismiss that part of our show entirely. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's necessary. Well, Wait, well, plot? A little what bit. Is this plot you speak of? I'm, I'm all ears. Well, a little bit. Well, well, when we get there, but we're in our controller test <laughs> moment. So let's let's get there when we get there. Oh, please, please take us through the taxi. Patrick, take us I, there. I, I want to go there. Uh, yeah, we do. I, I loved the taxi scene for so many reasons. Oh, yeah. This is the moment when I was teetering on the. Is it so bad? I'm gonna really like this, or is it just? unadulterated garbage. Uh, when, when he gets in the cab and the cab driver's like, dude, dude, bro, what do you do for a living, you know? And the guy, like, Christian Slater's like, you know, and his, like, one note, like, morose, you don't really want to know. Like, I, would you do the better Slater impression? You don't really want to know. That's really... <laughs> It's so, like Jack Nicholson, but younger. It was, well, yeah. And a little bit of helium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mr. Robot's in the yeah. back of the car, and the cab driver is all about, like, no, this is the best, <laughs> part, best part of my shitty job is to understand what people <laughs> do for a living. He then gives a really, uh, really bad explanation that he's, what, like a paranormal, a, a paranormal investigator. investigator. Which the guy kind of gets enthusiastic Say, all right, about. Yeah, all right. Cool. Immediately. And he goes, mean? speaking of unusual, great segue there, oh, robot. Uh, he mentions that the cab has been following them for however long. And then all of a sudden. You want me to lose him? I, that'd be Dude, great. but the gusto with which he goes. I wouldn't. Uh, fuck yeah, yeah, I'll lose him. Is, like, have you ever been it. in a cab in Los Angeles? Like, there's no way. He's like, balls. no, you're fucking crazy. I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, you're crazy because nobody's stalking us. No. Mr. Paranormal like, Activity. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Or, or, or now he'd be in an Uber in which he would actually have like mints and Xanax to hand you, <laughs> and, and be like, "You're you're good." Take one of these, just was, sit back, relax. The guy was yep. so into it, and then once the, it actually starts happening, and he just gets bumped a little bit. Oh, it's oh, my no. cab! What did you think was gonna happen? We get we get five seconds for this cab chase to really start to escalate, and then they're flying everywhere, hitting each other. Then he gives man. him one, "Hey, you're right," and then just totally books it and leaves him. Um, and then we get the weirdest fight scene. Um, this big, this large man, uh, for some reason, they're just fighting, and nobody has a gun like a normal person, which seems a little weird to me for me nah, to point nah, out. Nah. But if you're that nah. big guy, wouldn't you be a little intimidated of a guy looking just like that, out of like Jean-Claude Van Damme from Hard Target? Wife like, I would duster. see him, yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> not fucking with him. Like, I'd see Hands the duster off. from behind and go, nope. maybe I have a chance, and that- then when he turns around and I see the strips... I'd be like, I don't know if I can handle this. No, bro. right? Like, you too look much, at that guy, and like, much. that's a life decision. That guy woke up in the morning and consciously put that on. I'm out. I'm not going to yeah. mess with him. I mean, this is a very valid choice. I just wouldn't pick a fight with that freak. My, my, my note, 100%, in my notes, wife beater in a duster? Come on! Direct yeah. quote. Also, um, the it, back in the cab, Oh, man, we don't have enough time to talk about this movie. He's like, I'm a paranormal investigator. You don't have to believe me. Or no, no, before he gets in the cab, the VO is just like, you don't have to believe me. But whatever, it's like, oh, I don't have to believe him. Then I'm not invested in this movie whatsoever. Nope. Check. Done. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, yeah. well, you weren't very believable. Yeah, mission with. accomplished. Yeah. Um, th- he finally picks up a gun. Uh... And lifts it off a cop. Lifts it off a cop. Dangerous. Smooth. Very dangerous. Um, <laughs> the, oh, actually, before this. Like, now you um, see me. So he escapes through through uh, a door. And mm. the dude, I actually like this. And this is a moment where I was like, am I actually going to like this movie? Yeah. Where he's like, he's going to be at the window. Just bolts through the window, yes. grabs him, and takes him down. And immediately taken out. Yeah. Where he, where Christian Slater kips up, kicks the thing out of his hand. Back in a standing position. Oh, yeah. And lands right in his hand. That, like, little jump kick kicks the artifact. Whoosh, 
Beautiful. So cash. Awful. Oh. Awful. And so he shoots him once in the heart. No effect. No. Why did they use all of the CG on the second gunshot through the ice? You see the, the bullet leaving the mm-hmm. chamber. Why the second shot? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing, too. I don't... Uh, yep. Just to mix things up a little I guess, bit. I mean, no. To make sure you're paying attention. Like, oh, crap. What's oh, happening? was the second one. What's happening? Oh, mm. oh, he already got shot once. Mm. Hold on. What? Yeah. No. I have one more. How else do you... How many more do you have? Oh, you know. Because I can talk about this I for mean, a while. I mean, really, the you movie know. is a giant controller. To, like, I... Again, the, again, this is really where this kind of... Over the oh, this might be something dumb enough I enjoy, yeah. which was the very on the nose uh, same fight flashes on that spike thing that, that he ultimately oh. falls to his death on. Yeah. But it's so like cut to freeze, look at cut this. back to fight. Like God, I wonder where this fight's going. Oh no idea. No, no yeah. Idea. Mm. I will say his apartment's pretty badass. Can we just say oh, that that, that whole like. <laughs> Pro- property, loft, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh god, the sex scene. Like the Why? second, the second the scene started, and I heard the music. I just, I just went. I'm gonna skip this. No, because I know as exactly. Soon as she what's like happening. walks in the room. I'm like, oh wait. She like starts to crawl into the bed, and I'm like, no, we don't. Like grabs we don't at her need pants. This. Nope. Done. What? So like, <laughs> a totally creepy, but b I also skipped it because I was so anxious to get to the credits. I was like, at this point, I was like, come on, just anything I can shave. And I knew that the, you wouldn't be like, you know, thirty seconds into the sex scene, Patrick, tell me about that moment. I knew that wasn't going to come up on the exam, which is today. So I was like, fucking straight through it. No, nope. that was a smart gotta, choice. Yeah, yeah was, just two minutes. I uh, I got back in my life. It's pretty great. And nothing says hot. Like a Tara Reid, Christian Slater sex scene. Can we talk about Tara Reid? Let's uh, talk about Tara Reid. Um, uh, person with half a name, Aline. Aline. <laughs> Not Carolyn. No, just Aline. Aline. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it's great. It's edgy. Quick question. Cool. Does she have to analyze the artifacts? She only said the line like nine times. I need to analyze this artifact. I need to analyze this artifact. Yeah, I get it. You're like you're, you're a cur- assistant curator. I get it. Right? You're supposed to be smart. Like her lines were the scariest part of the movie. Oh, called Alone in the Dark. What are Thanks. we doing with her in this film? I don't think there's anybody save maybe Stephen Dorff, who <laughs> probably is the best part of this film. Uh, I love me some Dorff. Me too. You got a solid Dorff. Long live that man. Like Public Dorf. Yes. Uh, but like. But I don't understand what she's doing. Uh, she's the love no. interest. I'm, but she's also we need the hot woman in this movie. Obviously, we need is a, a, she analy- <laughs> is she analyzing the artifact? She has to analyze. I the know. Artifacts. But yeah, the movie wouldn't go anywhere if she didn't analyze the artifact. I had a problem with her, and then I will say, I again controller toss, but I get it back, and like can't be mad at your controller. Security guard Bob, who's incredibly him. in the loop about shit. Yeah, that guy knows a lot of what's going on. He really does. Yeah, I feel like he should have been the narrator who read that exposition at the beginning. Because if Bob had been explaining it to me, and then it cuts to Bob at the end, he goes, and that ends the story of being alone in the dark. I would have really you know liked. This movie, if it was I, all his story, I could have handled that. Spoiler but, alert: yeah. sequel's all about Bob. Uh, just sign me up. It well, all right, I guess we're watching that. <laughs> no, we're watching it because Lance Henriksen is in it, and I love him. But it's also supposedly <sighs> it's supposed to be better than 
the original, and Uva Bowl is less involved in it. Look, so, this is better no. than the original. This moment right now right is now. better than the original. And Uwe Boll had nothing to this do with this. This moment in time. I mean, indirectly, I suppose he did. Stacey, do you have one? Well, okay. So this was the kind of movie where after several controller tosses, I, I just left my poor controller there. Yep. You know what? It doesn't need to go through the abuse. Put it away. Yeah. But we got to the end. <laughs> I had to get up and go get that poor controller. So you could throw it again? Just so I could throw it again. The abuse is real. And, you know, it... It was it was kind of a couple of quick succession throws. Yeah. Just 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 no, it was just, just crack crack just, crack, just, crack throw. I mean, impale the I TV. I need a new TV. This sucks. I mean, just well, that whole like ending. The, just, the one they're walking through the deserted they're city. They're walking through the deserted city. First off, it says city evacuated. Did I miss something? Were there any clues that they were evacuated? No, no. The, city? All the, the kids were gone again. No. Um, Sister Clara was dead. Right. And then they said city evacuated. Did they mean oh, deserted? Good. Or did they mean someone actually went and evacuated the city? Because then they made this reference to how, like, the Abkhani people disappeared. So the same thing was happening again. So but did they evacu- mean evacuated? Yeah, I mean evacuates a controlled thing, right? right. Yeah, yeah, like that's so, not- or did everybody they get disappear? out. Yeah, I agree. So it was very confusing and didn't make any sense. Was it the rapture? It is shot in it Vancouver, <laughs> and they are better than us in also, Canada. They used the same shot as they did in Resident Evil Two. Or Resident Evil One, what, what, whatever. It's mm. it's blurring together. This driving point. across the bridge. No, no, not driving across the bridge. Coming out of that building, that like that center. Oh uh, yeah. They use this, mm-hmm. the same yep. shot of them coming out, except it was during the day instead of during the night. That's what happens when you keep using the, the couve. The couve. You got to change it up. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> solid cool <laughs> kids are calling it the couve. The yeah, that's why I call it the couve. I, I know. I, you are obviously um, hat would demonstrate that. Oh, like yeah, you, need, you don't need to tell us. On top this. of it. Um, <laughs> So my my last one was near the end when the assault, uh, when all of the monsters of darkness were were mm. a- assembling on our crack spot or whatever our our crack squad yes. of, of people with light bullets, sure. um, and then one of the and and there's a small team down below, one of the guys on the team down below gets killed, the 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 Asian guy who looks really familiar, oh yeah, um, uh, almost kind of like he looks kind of like Glenn from from Walking Dead. But, uh, and that's not meant to connect anything. But, uh, then when they cut back to the surface, there's a close up of a guy getting attacked that's the same actor. That just died down below. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Unless they were trying, unless they were trying to to cut back and forth from the action, bro, dead. But he's his twin brother is up on the surface dying again. Maybe Uve couldn't tell the difference. Maybe he's just a racist. Think they all look the same. Uve Ball, yeah, Yeah, probably. Just felt like like, you know what? You just get up there, go. No one will know. I do. So jumping off of that, I really like that when they get to the door that's not supposed to be opened. Right. This is a great moment. This is a great moment because Stephen like. Christian Slater has the option of like finding out behind this door is everything I've been searching for my entire life. And I love that Dwarf literally looks at him and goes, well, what do you want to do? Like the nicest, like they've been antagonistic what the entire that? time. Like, and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, well, so what do you want to do? <laughs> just amazing. I was like, oh, okay, here's Dwarf. Just really. You know. Here's Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> This was, Wednesday's at 8 on ABC. Here's door. But, and they go yeah, from like, they seriously contemplated opening the door, oh, right? Yeah. Like there was a moment. Oh, he nobody was ready to open that Ready door. to open it. And they we were all okay with it. And it was like, okay. Until Dr. Psycho goes to open the door and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? What are you doing? We just decided not to open the door. I believe the quote is, don't be insane. 
don't open that door. Like like we he were gonna thirty five seconds ago. And and, and even even after that, don't be insane. Don't open the door. Well, since it's open, we should probably go with it. Right? Well, it's let's open see. now. Let's see what's inside. Catacombs of uh, not... I mean, they call them Xenos, but yeah, they sure not, do. not they sure uh, do. xenomorph aliens, but they call them Xenos they, for some reason. They sure do. There's Original. way, way too much. What's the line about... And again, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but there's a line in the film where they talk about like where there's evil, there's a door, or so you build a door. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. No. <laughs> Uh, again, I don't know why you'd build a door. Just build a wall. I don't know. Like, I don't I, know. yeah, build a door. Like from Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Right. okay. Like, draw a door. Dude, I like it. Draw yeah, a door. I like it. Maybe. Um, really quickly, Star Drew in the chat says, "Screw it. I'm going to watch this movie." It's like you know, at your own risk. You Look, like I, yourself more than this. Just also, come back and do? tell us the parts. What were your controller toss moments? That's what I want. We have one in the chat. Okay, what is it? Rob S in the chat says the bullet in the apartment. Oh my god. That one made me throw the controller. Which one specifically? So, okay, there is a point and he he rewound this to make sure that I saw it. Um, when, oh, by the way, Rob, Rob S is your husband, Robert, Robert yes, Shuttleworth. Yes. Um, so it's a point where they're they're in the uh, loft fighting all the monsters, and <laughs> I'll be which, honest, I skipped through the, a lot of that too. Uh, didn't miss much, but like he was no, incredibly calm came out about of freaking nowhere. <laughs> he's incredibly calm about having his place shot to shit, though. And I oh, think yeah. that's why no Dorf thing. is nice to him. He's like, well, we did kind of mess we up We did your really fuck up your sweet log. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's whatever. Just, he's just jealous. He just starts shooting stuff like wait long after the Xenos are gone. Yeah. Just No problem. So, oh, okay. It's, so Burke is, has been like captured by one of the Xenos. Mm. And, uh, or no, by one of the... The, 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 the kids. Yeah, one of yes, the orphans. Yes, one of the orphans. Okay. And so someone yells, hey, Burke, and shoots at the orphan. And you can see the bullet the little shot of light go up into the ceiling behind him. But he's still... And then the, yeah, and then the orphan goes flying backwards. Oh. Just beautiful. That's pretty great. Just beautiful. That's also dumb for a couple of reasons. Because straight up, Dwarf's life is on the line, but he takes some slim Mr. Robot straight up goes, calls it out, puts his life at risk so he can be like, to showboat, right? Like, yo, dog, I got this. I'm going to shoot this guy. Save your ass. And just like... And he goes... I, that that I actually do think is understandable. In a situation where you can eliminate a threat, a, your, everybody else's lives don't matter. Um, if if you stop the threat, then that is better. If if I am in the way, shoot through me to kill that thing. That makes sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me why he would miss and still die. But who knows? I know. Goodness gracious. All right. So, but I wouldn't want you, okay. if, if my life was about to be taken by some some threat, I would really not want you to go, yo, Dees, what up? I'm about to save you and then shoot the guy. Just ace him and then go, hey, later. I don't know if you remember earlier when you were about to get eaten and that guy was, he was right about to munch your neck. I shot him and I'd be like, thanks. High five, Mark. Like that's, so, no, that's different. We're not soldiers. We're not in a government program <sighs> where you're supposed to eliminate that stuff. That is the only, that is the only conceit that I'll have. Still really stupid, but I All think right. it makes okay. sense. All right. Um, so the, the very the very little bit of the quote-unquote plot, because there isn't one, um, mm-hmm. is they're trying to stop monsters, uh, uh, creatures of darkness from inhabiting the Earth, and there was some experimentation with uh, weird not-alien things that are totally alien things right. uh, that 
in, that get on your spine and uh, sort of make you superhuman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This was a really dumb sci-fi... Tra- they just copied Alien and Doom, for that matter, uh, and in just... Bad, just bad. Just bad. Like, they, n- not an original thought, not an original actor, not an original line. None of, none of this movie was good. God damn! What, what was it trying to do? Like it wasn't trying to be scary, and it wasn't. No, it didn't. It didn't go for anything remotely scary. No. There was no creepiness to it at all. It read more just like an an attempt at an action sci-fi. And but did in, that without poorly. the without the sci. Well, without the sci. Yeah, without without a plausible lore or world. The science was of archaeology. Kind. Uh-huh. That was it. The science was archaeology. But not even. No. No, the science was whoever built the computer program to read the the uh, the Abkhani language. Pretty great. And totally like three D scan. Yeah, on, pretty like, great. Sure. I agree. I love the UI. Beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. Whatever, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> my favorite part. I love fake UIs in in, Just, in film. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. The Jurassic, work Jurassic Park that. is one of my favorites. Uh, 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 <laughs> that whole uh, UI is pretty uh, good. Uh, this is a Unix system. <laughs> I know this. Um. So, Uberball. Uh, Wanted to pull as much from the uh, a much fr- as much from the different games as possible. Uh, Edward Carnby is kind of the the linchpin. He's always been the main character, so they're trying to trying to keep that. Um, but trying to pull things from, and I'm going to gesture with my uh, my cannon arm. Uh, pull a little bit from the Victorian era, a little bit from the PC era. Excuse me, um, and then. This actually, this came out right before the PS3 and uh, the PS3 and Xbox 360 one that was supposed to reboot the franchise. And I'll never forget that game. That was the game that nobody ever bought at my GameStop when I was working there. Oh, really? We had so many copies of Alone in the Dark because it. The Xbox 360 one was actually super buggy and just you couldn't play it. And then the PS3 version that came out later was a lot better. Was a lot better technically speaking. Yeah. People just couldn't get into it. Um, but I think trying to fit too much into into this movie was one of the few problems. Few? I, I mean, they're they're small problems, but they exist throughout the entire movie. So I guess that means they're big problems. But. Look, I, this movie like broke me. I like I, I know usually we like we'll, we'll find a silver lining, and like I think we talked whatever about uh, Silent Hill the other day. But, like it incredibly ambitious and some really great narrative themes and taking there's nothing about there's not a redeeming quality not one no no No, i mean not really not not even like literally the best part about it is that it ends i can't and bizarrely i I know i know weird fast forward like just christian slater turning around like turn around the ending was so bad that it almost made me like i'm sitting there and i was like no 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 that cannot be how it like like at that point i almost would have watched more for it to not have been that ending wow why don't you do this headcanon they got killed fine and they're done dead. no that's done. how it ends in my mind oh, yeah, yeah like no, he, carby the, got what's coming to him only just for being and also bright outside why are they around also, Shh. secondary theory, is it the cab driver that gets him? Ooh. Yeah, like he turns around time. and yeah, and he just turns around and a cab hits him at 85 miles an hour and he's just smoked right there. He's just a middle of Canada. Head cannon accepted. Thank you. Thank That's you. It. All Head right. Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did going. there, Mark? 
Um, so, needless to say, this movie is considered one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, it has an IMDb score of 2.3 out of 10. Surprisingly mm. high. Rotten Tomatoes score, 1%. 1% critic score, and amazingly, 10% audience score. Way too high, but follows the tradition that the audience score for video game movies is higher than the critic score. I just want to meet the person who went, you know, it's all right. I, there was you know one positive review on Rotten Tomatoes. I am all ears. Could you please? Stacy, I, oh, I will. I saw, I saw a relatively good one. Yeah. Ooh. And it was a positive rating. <sighs> so can, can, can you break it down? What is and, the gist of it? Because I avoid all of oh, those no, coming you, into I'll this. I'll tell you exactly what the positive rating was. Thank it was you. not very long. It was just to make the guy who made this movie feel better. <laughs> that was the one that I saw. Wow. <laughs> you don't deserve that. He fight. He probably still wanted to box that guy. Um, Michelle Alexandra from Eclipse Magazine says, "Alone in the dark isn't going to set the world on fire. Wish it did, but it largely succeeds with what it has to work with. No, just don't take it seriously, and you'll have a fun time. No, you won't. No. Wholeheartedly no, you disagree. Won't. No. I respect your opinion. We respect all opinions. I here don't. At the Popcorn Talk. I don't respect your opinion. But you should probably. I don't speak for the network, but I definitely don't. Should quit your job. This, yeah, w- this was just, yeah. 10 years ago. So she hopefully isn't working for a clip. No. I mean, magazines. No. Magazines aren't really a thing anymore. Moved on to bigger and better things. Though, not uh, Scott Brown says, <laughs> when the giant intelligent bees of the future sift through the ashes of our civilization, they will find alone in the dark and they will understand. It's so bad, it's postmodern. Oh. That's so good. they're they're going to see alone in the dark and go, oh, that's how uh, they, that's how it happened. They just this is a this chronicling of it, and it's all thanks to Stephen Dorff, Christian Slater, and Tara Reid. Again, I don't know. Like I guess, uh, no. like at what point? Like so, is that uh, so? Walk me through. <laughs> that was for you. Don't worry about it. Walk, We're talking about something different. Walk, We're just born to make history. <laughs> walk me through. If you're, you're Christian Slater, like, had he been working up to this point, right? Like, yeah. pump up the volume. I mean, the guy works pretty consistently, but like, what was the major thing he'd done around this? This this type of stuff where leading badass, he's trying to be the action hero, take any opportunity that he can. I feel like Broken Arrow was what? Uh, that was before this. Several years. 99, 98? That so was like, definitely his best try. I couldn't agree more. That movie's just hard rain. Mm, no, I, I think we nailed it with Broken Arrow. I think no, Broken I mean, like, Arrow I'm just is... saying another one where he tried, but yes. I think Broken okay. Arrow is definitely his best. It's his yeah. best movie. It's objectively like a great movie, and if you disagree, I'll fight you. Like that movie's amazing. I'm sorry, John Travolta's like theme music. Every time he walks on, it's incredible. That that was the one where I watched it, hope thinking that it was Face Off, but I was happy when it wasn't. I mean, anything John Woo. Yeah. Just throw that. Out. If John Woo directed this, I would probably I'd watch a John Woo Alone in the Dark. Okay. I would watch a John Woo Alone in the Dark. It's Christian Slater and some Xenos and just doves going everywhere. <laughs> this Mexican standoff. Yeah, yeah. I'd and watch the Xenos have guns. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Why don't better. they? <laughs> Face off. <Why> not? <laughs> um, I, I mean, we can't really disagree with those. I mean, no. we can disagree with the positive one. Oh yeah. But uh, the, the, I'm surprised that there was even one on. On the website, yeah, me too. Um, let's talk about favorite lines. Yes, um, we already mentioned a bunch uh, in our in our controller toss. I had one that that I loved for the fact that it came, that we watched this movie now instead of a couple years Lay ago. It on that me. wouldn't work. All right, how long do we have to hold them? And if this was made like this past year, yeah, I would have had the actor turn to the camera. How long do we have to hold them until dawn? Wink. <laughs> 
Because of Until Dawn, the PlayStation 4 game. And that is a a much better plot than this, and it's much more cinematic, and it has more recognizable actors, and we're just talking about the guy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But um, (laughs) I I love that line because of today, of what that means to Uh, us today. Sure, but isn't the response like, that's like four hours from now, like some (laughs) stupid, like, okay, great. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Clocks, dude. Yeah. Welcome to, Amazing. Pre-cold play, man. Real, Real good. Oh, um, that was that was one of mine. You are on fire. How about y'all? Um, I have so I have a list. I kind of fucked this one up. Uh, I wrote down a bunch of quotes and I don't know who to attribute them to. Oh, later so on. I'll just read better. them and you can tell me when it happened and where. I just was like, my, I had my note app in my phone going, oh gosh. Just <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> the first one is uh, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it can't kill you. Which I believe is Carnby. I think that was I think that was Carnby. Uh, fear is what protects you uh, from the things that you don't believe in. That was also Another Carnby. Carnby. Yes, it was. He um, gems. I don't remember this one. This is pretty great, though. Uh, there is no malfunction. These are accurate readings. Oh, I think yes, that was um, in the seven thirteen. That was one of the one of the, the agents. One of the, the the one who's on the the comms. I yeah. forgot her name. Okay, but, I, two more. I've got. Uh, it's all in the details, right? Oh, great line. Like, really, just quality. And my favorite one, Super without cool. a chance, without a doubt, is uh, is Burke uh, Dwarf uh, yells, this isn't happening. It doesn't make any sense, which to me was kind of emblematic of the whole movie. That was I improv. related to that. It was, that was, it was improv. Just like, it wasn't even in the script. This, yeah, just the, this doesn't make any sense. He's like, he, he's calling to some, like, <laughs> best boy or a I gaffer. Here? Like, this doesn't make any sense. What are we doing? Cut, I mean, cut. They liked it so much yeah. they just kept they it. Just, yeah, they just cut off his well, make it, cry well, for I'll help. Put it, I'll put it in the, the movie. I'll edit it and make mm. it make sense. <laughs> that's really good. It's not me. How he talks at all. all right. um, how about y'all? Well, so going back to our, our lovely cab driver, mm. um, one line we didn't mention. He makes this comment, you travel light. For sure it was the cab driver. Yeah. Right? You yeah. And, and Christian Slater's response, of course, I carry enough baggage for the both of us. Oh! And he laughs at that. Oh! Fuck you, you sick fuck, get out of my cab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, bye. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, well, you can take that baggage no. out of my cab. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah. Oh, God. Again, you just want to like give him an eight hundred number hotline. Be like, you're not right. There are people who can talk to you about that, Christian. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. You know? A lot of no. My Chemical Romance. Yes. <laughs> whole lot of whole lot of goodness. Lincoln I... Park. Um, did, did anybody have any others? Because we just I... talked about him a lot I just during, during the morning. Uh, during the morning. During the front. <laughs> it's been that long. Oh, so I really enjoyed what the the Abkhani warning. Oh, said. which was? It just. It's a be- It's a work of art. Okay, okay? a literary masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Shout out okay. to Tara Reid. Once you make it down here alive, you're already, already dead. dead. Where was that tagline? Boom. Boom. That should have been the tagline oh. for the whole damn movie. Just killed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you're there, you're already dead. But it then wasn't Stevens even, like, this it, doesn't make any sense. Uh, it wasn't like once like, you make it down here, you're already dead. They they had alive it. Once you make it down here alive. You're already dead. Well, no, because like, if you made it down there dead, you'd be dead. Uh, are you guys sure that's really supposed to know, say that on the wall? I, I think. I don't are you think, mistranslating that? I don't think you know. Maybe she song. doesn't actually know how to translate the language. Maybe yeah. that's what's she going on. She just wants to belong. She just wants to belong. Terror replay. I think it's just I'm going to analyze the ruins. Uh, if you make it, dead. yeah. But no, I can no. also imagine uh, the Abkhani <laughs> just being like, "Dave, that's really morbid." 
Why would you write that? Somebody's gonna find it. Yeah, that's not cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, Bill. Classic Dave. Classic Dave. Classic Dave. It's and it's always Dave. It's always. Uh, because we're running out of time, let's let's uh, run through this. We're gonna recast the movie from the year it first came. Yes, uh, the game came out, nineteen ninety-two. We're gonna be recasting Edward, Aline, Richard, and Professor Lionel. Uh, let's start out with Professor Lionel. I only have one. Look, guys, I didn't want to do this to any actors. I, I just. <laughs> It I mean, hard. <laughs> this movie can't be made in 1982 because it's amalgamation of all of the other ones, but screw it. We'll, we'll right. just make it the easy way. Um, I said Anthony Hopkins for Professor Ah! Oh! Bingo was his name. Oh, that's what I got to. I was watching, bing, bing, watching me bing. some Westworld, and I was like, you know who would play that better? Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. All yep. right. Same thing. That's good. Um, I put down Gary Oldman. He's good at everything. Oh, yeah, he's good at everything. He fixes Even... things. Mm-hmm. He'd make it better. Could... Everyone! <laughs> could could he play Aline? He could. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, he could do that. I'm just going to fix my casting. He go. could handle that. Uh, let's go to Commander Richard. Uh, who do we have from the year 1992? Uh, Stacy, we'll start with you on this one. Oh, God. All right. Um, went a little more action-y with Bruce Willis. Willis! Mm. Mm. Interesting. I can kind of get behind that. I can kind of get. I really, I really like one of mine. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Ooh. I think Snipes I would like have that better. nailed it. His yes. Uh, uh, dwarf is the guy with Snipes in the what? In Blade. Vampire and Blade. Thank you. Yeah. I was like. Yep. So there's that connection too. Genius. As they end up working yep. together uh, later. I got uh, skinny Val Kilmer. Oh, you put Val Kilmer for Richard. Yes. Oh. Interesting. Yep. Yep. I got a different Carnby. If you went that okay. Route. I I um, we'll get there. Mm. So for Aline, um, gotta go with my girl Sharon Stone. What are we Beth, BFFs? And if not, <laughs> yup, yup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if not, Sharon, so many did activities. you put a second? No. Okay. Then then, I'll, then you you can talk about Sharon Stone. Winona Ryder so, at this yeah. time was coming up and and was that that innocent girl, but could play that extra tough. I thought I actually she was actually my first thought. We definitely are we're sharing a lot of positive energy. I feel like it's the catharsis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It didn't for some reason Winona didn't click uh, mm-hmm. for me. I don't know if it was because okay. maybe that she was be... too young to be in that that assistant professor role or whatever. I was okay. traumatized by how dumb Tara Reid was in this film. Uh, I mean, I just mean, so bad. I think if you, if you put uh, another actress behind it, you, I mean, you definitely get a different performance yep so right. it, it, I, I think especially after seeing her do sci-fi now yep. uh, with Stranger Things I think going back she she could add a little bit of extra to it but you know she had to mm-hmm. go through all of that stuff to get to where she is in her performance today but still um, <laughs> Stacey who do you have uh, so one of the people I was considering was Julia Roberts I'd, Roberts I think is is to every girl yep to be scientist, totally agree. Okay, but but she could perform the hell out of it. <laughs> Look, yeah, I mean, yeah, and I I, I agree. The material is not much to work with. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it would we would need an actress of her caliber to actually have <laughs> it even be listenable. I just every time she spoke, I just wanted to punch my eardrum in with a number two pencil. Mm. I just didn't want to hear her talk anymore. Mm, she had such lines, mm, They were great. They were real good. Who do you guys have for Carmby? Daisy. Hold on. Hold on. Um, then while you're saying I, I put Val yeah. Kilmer, you Kilmer. Yeah. I went Kilmer, okay. but I also went Bill Pullman. Stop. Oh no. Speaking I'm of Bill Pullman, back. I ran into that man today at the Gelsons. No, you did. I totally what? did. 
And you're like, you know who you'd be good for? You know, I invited him on the show, and right outside is Mr. Bill Pullman. No, um, but I did. I did run into Nick Elson's today. Uh, that's not bad. Bill Pullman would be great. I, I, I think he would, he, he's got a similar mm. look. Uh, he could pull off that duster combo. Yep, I think you could, too. I've got a, a guy who's got a little bit of a nervous energy that I think Christian Slater was trying to put out. I've got Tim Roth. Right, he's coming off Tim of Reservoir Roth. Dogs. He's kind of like, he's got like that I know something you don't know kind of look. Really messed up. That could work. Displaced orphan. Yeah. I like Roth. All right. okay. you got. That's good. I'm pulling out for Bill Pullman, but uh, <laughs> Pull originally, Pullman. there you go. Uh, originally, I had Keanu Reeves. Let's just make it real ridiculous. Uh, that would that would go the. I think that would go the opposite direction. Real Cause, ridiculous. Because him at that time, mm-hmm. I think that was still before break? Shakespeare. Pre? This I think a, just post. I think this is around no. point break. Three point. It's around point it's break. Like, so it was pre- like, where is it on the Bill and Ted's verse? I mean, it's, of da- the world? It's, it's after, after it's after Bill and Ted. I'm sure not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, his breakout was Point Break. Um, I'm pretty sure it was just out. Yeah, was no, just yeah, after, Point Break was right? 91. Yeah, so so this this would have been people seeing him in Point Break and going, oh yeah, he could do that, like he did in. Um, what was that very sci-fi or the. <sighs> There's a, Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, I, love, I love me some Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, Philip K. Dick is just a genius. No, what was the film that he did? The uh, Constantine. Sorry, yeah. I was yeah, not oh. sci-fi at all. But like just mm-hmm. that horror. Show. So if it had more of a Constantine vibe, I could totally see that. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Johnny Mnemonic. There's a thought. I haven't thought about Johnny Mnemonic in a minute. Definitely a Chain thought. Chain reaction. There we go. <laughs> James knows. That's a good pull. James knows his biz. That, like, that's uh, a good pull. On, on After Buzz, on the Lucha Underground After Show, you wouldn't suspect it, but it's like movie reference central. Like, he is on top of that. Biz. I love it. Um, so that is, that's uh, going to be our show. We're going to talk final thoughts before we give our verdict. Patrick, final thoughts on 2005, Uva Bowl directed Alone in the Dark. Uh, this is it. This is the apex of shitty movies that we've seen. I, I've tried every week I come in here and try and find a silver lining. There just isn't one. And I hate being this uh, just unmitigated cynicism around a film, but this is unwatchable. Yeah. In any context, like historically, you found like, oh, it's you found a use case. I love this about you guys. You always find a use case when I'm here trashing films. You're like, <laughs> no, no. If you have a friend over and he's in from like Montana and he's never seen a movie and this is his first movie, you should start him in with this. So it's low XP. You always have some weird edge case in which it makes sense. And there isn't one for this one. And no. you finally broke me, Donica. There definitely yeah. is not. You no, did there's it. not. Halloween you, you gotta, Halloween, you gotta go big or go you, home. You had a sick glee when you announced this one, you and now so I see why. Excited. Right? We so he hates us. Excited. I mean, I kind of. I know. Stacey, what about you? Uh, well, here, you, do you want my one use for it? Sure. You can take a nap during it. This is the only movie that I have ever watched on the history of this show that I fell asleep for. Really? Yep. And you know what? I didn't even fall asleep during the boring, like, exposition parts. It was the point where they're down underground in the bunker. The point where he sees his name on the bed. Yeah. The next part I remember is when they are walking back out. Arguably the climax <laughs> of the film. I, I actually, yeah, yeah, I actually had to go Secrets back and revealed. revisit yeah. this yep. film. Great. So I, I had to put it on again mm. to revisit that part. But yeah, I lost about 10 minutes. Just could not deal. It was a, it was a happy 10 minutes. It, mm. it was peaceful. Arguably the happiest 10 minutes <laughs> of the hour and a half that it was. Uh, th- th- I it's really sad when you can't find a silver lining for no, movie. Can, and you try to find you try to understand the passion at least with uh, with Silent Hill you could see 
the director really wanted to do something special with the property. And this, yes. I agree with Patrick at the top of the movie. This is the only one where I can see him. Oh, he makes movies for tax breaks yep. for them to yeah. fail. He's you, doing it on purpose. Or like, like sometimes we look for passion and we find like there's a, a reverence for the source material, and that was also no. absent. It wasn't even that no. that propelled the rest of it. It was just even Far Cry had a little bit of something. Oh yeah. But this nothing was here. just nothing. Yep. Nothing. Um, Happy Halloween, y'all. So, <laughs> given all of that, uh, we give a verdict on the show whether we dub this, uh, we, we give this either an extra life or a game over, whether we want to see this series continue or if it is donezo. Uh, I mean, surprise, 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 they did make a sequel, but... Um, do you, would you want to see like we we're talking about we've been talking about the entire show a more a more scary version of Alone in the Dark if you if you make it if you make it found footage if you give us one Z, one Zeno and and make it like a uh, Blair Witch meets Alien so, but my my question is to you then why I okay so I totally agree and I like where you're going with that and that's a, a tremendous amount of like mental gymnastics to fit into an IP where who cares okay. like yeah. that movie would be better not bound to uh, Alone in the yeah. Dark like I'm sure you could write a much better film put this down in the backyard like Old Yeller like I dig the score that sounded like it was done on like a 1983 Casio that bought with it was purchased at a garage sale like I'm all for more of the score and the soundtrack was super metal they had uh, we played Nightwish at the top Dimmu Borger which has no business being in a a wide release movie it's amazing black metal uh, Lacuna Coil (laughs) a lot of awesome metal bands but why when we hear three or four songs in the whole thing the soundtrack's like 20 something tracks it was like where why inspired by like no screw no, you definitely was not that's so, a bald face lot um, yeah, so that's a game no. over from Patrick Stacy. yeah that would be a game over even if they redid it and did all of these things that we are talking about I, you just cannot separate having seen Alone in the Dark and mm. knowing that that is what that franchise is just let it let it go I'll give it to you let I will also let it go we'll just wave together we'll wave together I will also say game over Uh, we've kind of said all we needed to say about this franchise but uh, before we go uh, letting you know that next week or in two weeks uh, we are going to be doing Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Yes. Yeah. Um, next week, next month is going to be uh, like Final Fantasy month because then we're, after that we're going to just so you know we're going to do Final Fantasy XV Omen. So um, we're we're coming back with a movie that should be enjoyable to everybody. Um, so please, if you want to take part, watch Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Um, and until then, where can the folks find you? You can find me at Peter the D's on Twitter. Um, also, time I post a video game podcast called Pixel by Pixel on iTunes, and I hang out with these guys. I do a lot of fun. We're doing Ruby. We're doing Crunch Time. We're doing all that all that good stuff with these guys. So find me here at AfterBuzz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacy Shuttles, or on Twitter, Instagram, and all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff, where I continue to be a nerd doing stuff. And on the internet, it's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. Uh, as Patrick said, we're doing a lot of Rooster Teeth material. Um, if you're a fan of Star Wars, uh, please watch today's episode of Jedi Alliance. There's a very important announcement at the end. Um, and yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff happening here at the Popcorn Talk, as well as on our sister site, AfterBuzz TV. Uh, but until next time, make sure to watch Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. We will see you at the arcade. Happy Halloween! Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.